We don't pretend it's a book you'll read from cover to cover because it's all broken up with subheadings and uh, if you dip in and out of it, I think you might find that some of the uh, magic of the FA Cup may rub off. And you've seen some of the best matches and some of the worst, I suppose, that the FA Cup has to offer. Well, I have, Simon. I mean, I've done uh, 26 finals for the BBC uh, plus five replays, so I've been on duty there over 30 times. Um, I've also uh, done some of the giant killing acts. I mean, everybody associates me with Hereford beating Newcastle in 1972. That was my first season at Match of the Day, and it was a pivotal game as far as my career was concerned. Yeah. Uh, I was also the commentator when Sutton put out Coventry, which was a huge shock in 1989, and York beating Arsenal. I could go on and bore everybody here. Um, <laughs> but no, that is, the, that is the real glamour of the competition, the fact that uh, David and Goliath meet. Um, and who knows, uh, last season it nearly happened. I covered Exeter from the conference against Manchester United. They drew at Old Trafford and lost the replay narrowly down at Exeter. But that's the kind of um, grassroots football, when it, when it collides with the, 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 the glamour of the top division, that, that, that's what really the FA Cup is all about. Do you mention Colchester's defeat of Leeds United, 1971? Well, well, well spoken. I mean, funnily enough, I missed that by a year. I was still in BBC Radio 2, as it was then, as a, as, as, as a reporter and a roundup man in those days. So David Coleman did that commentary, but I've seen it many, many times. Ray Crawford with his famous two goals and uh, Don Revy sitting on the touchline there at Layer Road. Absolutely um, gobsmacked by the way Colchester <laughs> went 3-0 up. Yeah, that was one of the great occasions of cup football. And uh, this this uh, talent you have for m remembering facts and figures, is it something that comes naturally to you? Well, I think any commentator will tell you that um, the way you go about your research and your background, certain things are bound to stick in the memory, um, as indeed they do when you actually do the games themselves. Because if you've been somewhere and you've commentated on it, you've almost got a picture in your brain of what happened. Um, the, the trick is really not to rely 110% on your memory, maybe rely 80%, but you, as we found with this book, you really do need to go back occasionally in the archives and just make absolutely sure that it was how you remembered it. And I find myself doing that more and more as the years <laughs> go by, but certainly with, with the FA Cup Odyssey, uh, I was determined that we wouldn't let any... Uh, mistakes slipped through, and I'm tempting fate saying that because somebody's bound to spot one. But we did go over and over and over certain things three and four times just to be absolutely specific about our facts and figures. Now, I'm a, a Chelsea supporter, so Chelsea Leeds always sticks in my mind as, as one of the best finals and replay as well. Well, I mean, you know, first one to be replayed, I think, since the war, wasn't it? Certainly the first one to be replayed at Old Trafford because uh, Wembley was uh, not on the agenda then for the replay. It was a 2-2 draw at Wembley. I remember the game ever so clearly. I was doing the interviews in those days for radio. Then, of course, it went up to Old Trafford, and uh, we all know that uh, Chelsea won with that uh, bundled goal by David Webb, and uh, that was Chelsea's first, as you would know, first trophy for a very long time, and they had to wait 20-something years for another one. I'd hardly call it a bundled goal. It was a classic, oh, was right it? off well, the it shoulder. Right in his shoulder, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Long throw from Ian Hutchinson, That's wasn't right, it, as you yes. would well remember. But, I mean, the earlier goal by Ozzy, of course, yeah. Peter Osgood's diving header was a fantastic goal, and uh, that was the Chelsea team of the Kings Road in the yeah. early 70s under Dave Sexton, and they went on to win the European Cup Winners' Cup, of course, the following year. But then, as you would know, again, there was a barren period until Rude Hullett um, lifted the FA Cup as a manager in 1997. Yeah. Um, do you think the FA Cup still has uh, the appeal, the glamour that it always did? I remember, for example, that, that Chelsea final, getting up at sort of the early hours of the morning and, and looking out the window and all the banners and mm. flags. It just doesn't seem to be like that anymore. No. Well, I've had this question asked to me by a lot of people since, um, since we produced the book. And, and, and I have to be honest and say, I think the FA Cup did get 
somewhat pushed into the background three or four years ago by a combination of the Premiership and the Champions League. Um, wrongly, in my opinion, because I think the FA Cup stands alone or should do. Um, it wasn't helped, of course, by the year when Manchester United didn't play in it and when the FA brought the third round forward to December, which in hindsight was a monumental error, which has since been corrected. Um, I think there are people at the FA now who do love the competition and uh, who will do their very, very best to cherish it the way it deserves to be. Um, I think the important thing, well, I mean, I'm involved with the BBC, of course. We do three live games in every round from January onwards. We can't promote it any more than that with live replays as well. Um, I just think it needs a few more shot results to keep the old tradition going. You know, we've had a couple in the Carling Cup already this season with Grimsby and Doncaster. be nice to see that happen in the third round of the FA Cup. And also, it might be nice to see a new team in the final because um, the same old sides keep getting there, don't they? So yeah, uh, yeah. It, would, it would be lovely if we could have a Charlton versus Bolton Cup final or something like that. OK, the obvious question, the best match, best FA Cup match you saw? Well, good question, um, because, you know, I can look at finals and I can say, well, I suppose the 1981 replay between Spurs and Manchester City will always stand out in my mind, um, not because of some people mistakenly think I'm a Tottenham fan, but because it was the 100th final and it was the first replay ever at Wembley. Um, it was on a Thursday night. It was a really um, dramatic occasion. And, of course, Ricky Villiers' winning goal yeah. uh, will always stand out in cup final folklore. So I'm not sure I can beat that. I mean, if you're talking about finals, uh, that's the one that stands out for me. And I suppose, like many of us, you can't wait to see it back at Wembley. Well, yes, absolutely. I mean, the new stadium will be fantastic when it's ready. I mean, there are many of us who feel that maybe it's a year too early and perhaps we'll be back at Cardiff again in May. Uh, that's been... Uh, an ongoing feeling for a while now but even if we were uh, clearly in 2007 then Wembley will or the new Wembley will be hosting the, the the FA Cup final and after all that is its spiritual home and the future for you John <laughs> well it's been a long past so maybe it's not too long the future um I'd like to do the first final at Wembley that's as far as I'm looking at the moment I mean if that was 2007 uh, I'd have no complaints then to have done it as many times as I have and uh, to go back to Wembley and do it for the first time in the new stadium. That's uh, probably the last ambition I've got left. And who do you support? Well, I haven't got a club now. I mean, I, I, the club I follow or the result I look for on a Saturday night is Barnet because um, I worked on the Barnet Press as an 18-year-old in my days as a trainee reporter and I grew up in the town and... Um, did my, uh, if you like, my, my, my sort of early homework and spade work there, really, um, as, a, as a journalist. And, and it really made a big impression on me. So uh, Barnet now back in League Two, I'm pleased to say, promoted from the conference last season. And I've got a, here's one for you. They play Manchester United away in the next round of the Carling Cup. <laughs> a fantastic draw for Barnet. I only wish it was the FA Cup and I was covering it. John Watson, just remind us uh, the title of the book again. Yes, it's uh, the FA Cup Odyssey. Um, it, it covers the whole period of the competition, 1872 to 2005, and um, it's part of a series which we're going to be doing the World Cup next, so um, hopefully uh, that, that will also attract a bit of interest. And a great Christmas present, I'm sure. Well, I hope so. It's only 9.99, so it's a real stocking filler. Bargain. John Motson, thank you very much. Thanks, Simon.